This is the My Money, My Freedom podcast, where we unpack and simplify all things money so that you'll always have more than enough to live your best life for life. Now, here's your host, financial coach, Susan Lassiter-Lyons. Who a girl? Last week's episode about Dave Ramsey generated a lot of feedback. Not going to lie, I got some hate mail from people that are really into their baby steps, but that's okay because I also got way more great feedback. So check out the episode if you want to know what all the fuss is about. Apparently, because I'm a glutton for punishment, today's episode is my hot take on that other opinionated financial guru, Susie Orman. A few years ago, Susie caused a media and social firestorm when she claimed in a podcast that you need $10 million minimum to retire. She also said in that podcast, and I quote, $2 million is nothing. It's nothing. It's pennies in today's world to tell you the truth, end quote. Now, initially, I thought she just must be out of touch since her retirement consists of private jets and her own private island in the Bahamas. But then she doubled down on that figure and other financial gurus jumped on the two million is nothing bandwagon, causing millions of middle aged women coast to coast to suffer a collective panic attack. I know firsthand because I'm a financial coach who's still dealing with the aftermath of that ridiculous claim. So Here's the deal. In today's episode, I'm going to let you know if you want to retire stress-free, you need less than you think. Okay? It's the truth. We don't have to accept the financial guru's advice at face value. We can run the numbers and see what works best for our lifestyle. And the main thing we need to remember about Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey and all the other financial gurus is that they make money selling you things not telling you things. So Susie sells books, legal documents, wills, videos, DVDs, and she even sells this fancy gold like briefcase to keep all your documents in. Um, I was looking at the picture of it on her website, and it also holds your credit cards, jewelry, cash, passport, and what looks to me like poker chips. Seriously, it's like a gold briefcase that Jane Bond would carry on the private plane on the way to Susie's private island. But the bigger problem I have with Susie is some of the advice that she gives. It's not all bad. Like with Dave Ramsey, there are certain things that we definitely agree on, like the advantage of Roth IRAs over traditional IRAs, term life insurance over whole life. But the one area where we don't agree is a big one, and that is the amount of money that you need for retirement. So let's all take a collective deep breath and relax while I share exactly how you, yes, you, can retire on far less than the $10 million that Susie recommends. Heck, even less than the $2 million she considers pennies. All it takes is rethinking your retirement portfolio's account type, allocation, and yield. So let's break this thing down starting with account type. The account is the container that holds our retirement investments. And choosing the account type is just a question of when you pay taxes on your retirement contributions. So if you defer your taxes until you're retired, you'll choose a traditional IRA or 401k. And if you prefer to pay your taxes now instead of playing tax roulette, then you'll choose a Roth IRA or 401k. 
Now, Susie and I agree that a Roth account is by far the better choice for retirement investing since you get to take your income tax-free in retirement and avoid those government-mandated distributions. Now, with a Roth, you can keep your portfolio intact and just live off of the income it produces as long as you live. It also becomes an inheritable asset, meaning that you can leave it to your heirs, creating legacy wealth. So, I mean, just think how different your life would be if your favorite aunt left you a million-dollar portfolio of income-producing stocks. And I know my nieces and nephews listen to this podcast, so take note, kids. (laughs) Well, back in the day... Oh, God, that's a phrase I thought I'd never be using, but here we are. Anywho, back in my day, before 1997, Roth IRAs weren't even a thing yet, so my only choice was a traditional IRA, which is the worst. Yes, I got to contribute pre-tax money, but when I realized I was just deferring taxes until retirement and that I would have to sell off 4% of my investments every year just to get the income to live, I realized what a scam it is. The good news is that many employers now give you the ability to contribute either to a traditional or a Roth account in your 401k. So be sure to check with your benefits administrator to see if you have that option. If you do, consider contributing to the Roth so that you can set yourself up for tax-free income in retirement. Now, if the in, if the account type is the container, then allocation is how we decide what goes in that container. Now, most financial planners typically suggest a 60-40 allocation to stocks and bonds. Susie recommends subtracting your age from 100 and putting that much in stocks. Now, that would mean that only 45% of my portfolio would be invested in stocks. And for me, that's way too low. It's also way too low for somebody my age who needs to catch up and pump up the jam in the retirement portfolio on a compressed timeline. I personally prefer an all stock portfolio with a 50, 15, 35 allocation to income stocks, value stocks, and growth stocks. And the deal is that as you get closer to retiring, that income allocation is going to increase and the growth and value allocation will decrease since ultimately in retirement, the goal is to live off of that income that the portfolio produces. So now we've got our Roth and a significant portion of our investments allocated to income, and we want to maximize the money that our money makes. Now, yield is the percentage of income our money makes from dividends. For instance, a share of stock purchased for $20 paying $1 in annual dividend income yields 5%. You just divide the annual dividend of a dollar by the price you paid for the share, which is 20 bucks. And that's how you calculate the income yield of your stock. And the goal is to invest in high yield dividend stocks, reinvest the dividends and let that money grow and compound over time. It's like I always say, I love the money that my money makes, but I love the money that my money's money makes even more. Now, the bad news is that the average yield from the stocks that make up the S&P 500 is only about one and a half percent, and that is decidedly not high yield. On the other hand, the current yield from AT&T stock, for example, is around 7%. So that other advice that Susie and Dave and even Warren Buffett give about investing in an S&P 500 index fund and calling it a day, not awesome. Instead, consider investing in individual stocks using an initial target yield of around 7% or so and collect your income and raises over the years. That way, You'll eliminate the fund fees that way too. Now, investing this way 
you're typically going to need way less than $10 million to be able to retire stress-free. And since Susie says that $2 million is nothing, let's use that number to see if our future self will be dining on awesome sushi or sharing the cat's food. Now, if you have $2 million and you invested in a traditional IRA or 401k, deferring taxes, you'll be required by the government to sell off 4% of your investments every year to get income to live in retirement. And that produces about $80,000 every year, which will then be taxed at whatever the future tax rate is. That's tax roulette. So if it's 20%, then you net $64,000 a year. Now, even though Susie can't live on that, many people without private jets and islands can, but we can do better. If we take that same $2 million and invest it using a Roth account in dividend stocks yielding 7%, it produces $140,000 every year tax-free, and we don't have to sell a single share to get it. Now, here's how you can get even more from less if you have enough runway. So start contributing $500 a month to a Roth and invest it in dividend stocks yielding 7% to start and let it grow and compound for 25 years. In year 25, the portfolio is going to be worth about $925,000 and produce tax-free dividend income of about $228,000. That's ginormous, right? The income is higher because the average yearly rate of dividend growth also known as your raise, is 5.4%. So over 25 years, that initial 7% yield will grow to almost 25%. Always remember that the decisions you make today about your retirement investments impact future you. So make good ones. Thanks for listening to My Money, My Freedom. Visit our website at mymoneymyfreedom.co and follow us on Instagram at mymoneymyfreedomhq. 